Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's up, y'all? It's Tali, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. If I'm giving swag, see these thousand dollar pants hanging off my hair. Uh, yeah, know these M's again. All right, y'all. So we got the coolest on the porch <laughs> with us today, Hood Tally. How are you feeling? I'm good. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Now, I was watching your interview, and I know that you're from Philly, but you said a lot of different streets and a lot of different stuff. So I'm like, damn, like, where exactly are you from? <laughs> so I'm from West Philly, you feel me? Mm-hmm. But I grew up in Germantown, so I really, like, that's where I did all my dirt at, for real, for real, in Germantown. So I grew up in Germantown, I'm from the six, for real, for real, Dogtown. Is Germantown, like, a kind of wild place, or how is it? Uh, yeah, it's wild, but every place wild, for real, for real. Like, it's, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna lie, Philly is wild right now. Like, <laughs> it's real wild. Like, I've been seeing on the news a lot for like a lot of different stuff. Has it always been like that, or is it just like a surge where? No, Philly always been like that. <laughs> you just gotta be from down there to really like, to really know how it is. To the outside, it might look, it might look ten times crazier than what it is. But Philly always been crazy for real. Right. For real. Do you ever feel like it has like a dark cloud over it, over the city? Uh, I'm not gonna say it got a dark cloud over it. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say like, like the people, like niggas in the city, like just, I don't know, it just be like, it's like crab in a barrel a little bit. You get what I'm saying? So I wouldn't say it's really us. That's really like the dark cloud, you get what I'm saying? Damn, that's kind of deep that you said it's us. You know, most people will blame it on like, I would say like the environment and stuff like that. But when you say it's really us, like what exactly do you mean? Um, Like, I don't know where I'm from. It's just like everybody programmed to really like hate on the next person. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it could be like, uh, you could be rapping. First, they going to like you. But then when you get too much attention, they gonna start, you feel me, they don't fuck with you. But then when you too far gone, they gonna like you again. But it's just like, I don't know, it's more, it's like, it's like crabbing a barrel because don't nobody wanna see the next person winning out there or help up, uplift the next person, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's more so just, you feel me, everybody gonna head to head with each other right now. Do you feel like in order to be a successful rapper coming from Philly, you actually have to move out of the city? <laughs> um, yeah and no. Cause like you could be out there, you could be out there be a successful rapper if you just minding your business. You feel me? But if you involved in stuff, see like 
if you're involved in like street shit, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Then it might. I ain't necessarily gonna say like you gotta move because if you know how to maneuver in Philly, then you could. You feel me? You could work your way through it. But for real, for real, like you probably, I would suggest you move just so you got that peace of mind and stuff like that. You get what I'm saying? Cause yeah. it's gonna be, you gonna be worried about a lot of things at once, you feel me? Just to backpedal a little bit, I kind of want to go into your childhood and ask you like what it was like for you <laughs> growing up. It wasn't, shit, growing up for me, I just, I grew up around all females. So I just <laughs> a badass little boy, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just used to doing whatever I want, you get what I'm saying? And not really having to worry about getting in trouble about it. So I really just grew up doing whatever I want, honestly. Like my whole childhood. But I had like no rough childhood. I stayed fly and shit like that. So I really had the best of both worlds. I got to do what I want and I wasn't like fucked up, you feel me? Yeah. Okay, so would you say being raised by all girls, like when it comes to relationships, like you kind of got that down pat? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, <laughs> a little bit, because uh, every girl I deal with, they love me to death, but it just be, I don't know, it'd be me, it'd be, it'd be me, I'm the problem. Uh-uh, not you over here being future. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just even going back to your childhood, what age would you say you jumped off the porch, meaning like you started to experience life on your own? Um, I'm probably like 12, 13, <laughs> 12, 13, I used to, uh, my mom had a boyfriend, you feel me? See, that was my stepdad though, but that was my stepdad since I was like, like probably like five, but like 12, 13, I started stealing his crack and shit. <laughs> oh Taking my that God. shit to school with me, selling that shit. So people, okay, how old were you again? Like 12, 13. So were the kids buying it that were like 12, no, 13? No, no, oh, okay, no. I was like, what? <laughs> no, but that's like, that's like what first got me like, like outside, outside. I was just stealing his crack and shit, bagging it up. Did you know what you was doing like when you was selling it? I mean, I, I knew from movies, but I didn't know what I was doing, but Shit, I was making money off that shit, so I was like, I must know what I'm doing, you feel me? What movie would you say you watched that kind of like, touched you a little bit? Paying Fool. Really? Yeah, I used to watch Paying Fool a lot. I used to, uh, you know how they was eating the Chinese food out of the uh, cart and shit? Mm-hmm. I used to eat the Chinese food <laughs> out of the cart, all that shit. <laughs> For real? <laughs> yeah. Wow. So um, growing up, well, looking back at, you know, your childhood, do you ever feel like you grew up a little bit too fast? Um, no, nah. because I'm young, so I'm glad I grew up how I grew <clears> up because <throat> like a lot, a lot of people don't don't really be thinking I'm really as young as I am. You get what I'm saying? So like I feel like I'm, I'm real mature for my age. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I done been through a lot of shit. Like, I done been through a lot of shit, so I'm kind of thankful for everything. Cause now I see shit different. I don't see shit like an average 22 year old to see it. You know what I'm saying? What would you say are like the things that you see differently from an average 22 year old? Uh, I'm worth something. Like I ain't, you feel me? Before I just was on some like, 
fucking shit. Like, I'm just here. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, just go with the flow day by day. You feel me? Whatever whatever happens, gonna happen. But now it's like, I got something that I'm locked in on that I'm trying, you feel me? So that shit made me realize, like, shit, you could be, you could be like this or you could be like this. You get what right. I'm saying? It's just, you really got control over that shit. Where do you think the fucking mindset comes from? Uh, I don't know. I just never really cared about two, nothing, for real, for real. I, I only cared about girls, clothes, and drugs. But, like, shit, I had to go through shit, you feel me? Like, I had a son, all type of shit. It was just, I just ain't give a fuck about a lot of shit. This shit just was like day by day, like going with life. You feel me? Living for the moment type shit. Like, right. Yeah. And speaking of your son, I had watched the interview that you did where you spoke about getting shot outside of like your baby shower. Yeah, I got shot in my gender reveal. Well, gender. Wow. Like, if you don't mind, what exactly happened? Uh. Well, I, I was at, I was at my gender reveal. It was at a place it shouldn't have been, but I didn't care. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I just, I just, I just, we found out what we was having. I walked outside to get something out of the car. And then as I was walking back, somebody met me. You feel me? Like, face, we was like, you feel me if I'm walking? So, you walking mm-hmm. towards me. And then I recognized who it was. They pulled a gun out and they shot me. Wow. So what was like the everybody's reaction that was at the gender reveal? It's crazy because it, it happened outside. So everybody else was in the house. Mm-hmm. It was just me and my man, Doggy. So uh, he was he was in the car. He was about to leave, whatever. But he heard this shit, so he ain't pulled off. I just came around the corner. I was like, I'm shot. He put me in the car. He drove. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Went to the hospital, but they couldn't find me. Like, people that was in the house, they couldn't find me, so they ain't know what the fuck happened. But everything played out cool. It wasn't It wasn't too bad. It wasn't nothing like life-threatening. Like, I was yeah. going... If I would have... If I would have had to sit out there and bleed out or something, then I probably would have died. But it wasn't nothing too bad. After that situation, like, what was your mindset? I really ain't give a fuck about nothing after that. After that, I just was like, fuck everything. But. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. When it comes to clothes, it's great to have options. But having pieces that you can wear anywhere is a must for everybody. That's why American Giant makes clothing that fits into your life seamlessly with quality you have to feel to believe. And with an impressive selection of staples to choose from, there's something for everyone. 
So whether you're on the hunt for the perfect t-shirt, a solid pair of jeans, or super soft sweatshirts, American Giant has what you're looking for. Each American Giant piece is designed to last and created with commitment to doing things better. And all their products are made right here in America. Because keeping things local ensures the kind of quality you'll feel and appreciate for years to come. Discover the American Giant difference today. Shop where anywhere closet staples at American-Giant.com. And get 20% off your first order when you use code WA23 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, promo code WA23. Shit, I was still like, I still took it as a blessing because it was like, damn, I just learned I'm about to have a son, you feel me? I could have died and not met my son, so I just was like, that shit made me, that shit made me buckle down because I used to be like, I used to be the type Ain't nothing gonna happen to me. Mm-hmm. Can't nothing happen to me. You get what I'm saying? Then that shit happened. So that shit was like. Do you feel like that incident in particular, if it wouldn't have happened, you would probably be kind of on the same shit? Uh, I could, I wouldn't say that because at the rate I was going, something was bound to happen anyway. You get what I'm saying? So if it wouldn't have been that, it probably would have been something worse. So like. I don't know, but I just know like around that time, I was, I was just moving loose. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, it was like, just get that out the way real fast. So you feel me? That shit could move me to be something that I am now. You feel me? And that type of shit. I ain't worried about none of that type of shit happening to me no more. So outside of music, did you ever have like any dreams to be something else besides a rapper? No, it wasn't. Shit, I just wanted to be in the hood. I just wanted to be hood rich in the trenches. That's all. I really ain't care to do nothing else. Why do you, do you, well, I'm gonna ask you, do you feel like it's hard to like really leave the hood? Like, is there something there to where it just keeps you like captive in there? Um, that shit just like, you know, some people like, or some people might go in the environment and they probably like, it's scary. Like, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm used to. So that's what I like being around. You get what I'm saying? Like, all right, me being, me being out here just on some like, just chilling shit, that should be boring to me. It's like slow to me. You get what I'm saying? Now I know I can't always be in the hood. I gotta maneuver through it, but mm-hmm. like, just that hood trench feeling, whatever, like that shit. Even like if I go, like if I fly to Chicago, I like going to the hood in Chicago. I just like being in the hood because that's the, where I come from. You get what I'm saying? Right. Do you feel like that, like your mindset with that would ever change as you get older? Um, yeah. Yeah, because it's going to get to a point where niggas going to be calling me to come down. I'm be like, man, I ain't fucking with y'all. I'm doing what I'm doing, <laughs> but I'm a still, I still got to go back though. like to give back, you feel me? Mm-hmm. But if it ain't if it ain't gonna be about that, like in the, like down the line, if it ain't gonna be about giving back, then I'm not just gonna be fucking around in the hood just to go on the block and shit like mm-hmm. that. No, I gotta be doing something productive. Um, so I know like, well, just doing a lot of research, people do affiliate you with a lot of beefs. Yeah. And outside of that, you know, I would wanna know what is it that you want people to know about you? Even when it comes to you as an artist and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm nothing like, 
I'm nothing like what you probably seen on the live or on Instagram. <laughs> I'm I'm more calm than all that. Like I ain't, I, I I really don't be trying to like go through it with people. But like I don't like when people play with me. Or if I know that you like, if I know you personally, if I know your story on how you grew up, and you don't got like no type of rank to play with me, then like. That's when shit gonna go, you know what I mean? But as far as like beef and all that, I'm not I'm not beefing with nobody. Mm-hmm. But I want I want everybody to know stop trolling. Stop trolling. And if you is beefing, please stay off Instagram. You're gonna go to jail. Not you're gonna go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna go to jail. You keep playing. Now I gotta ask you, is it? I gotta ask you, is it possible to be a, you know, a rising Philly artist, like a popular Philly artist, without being involved in beef? Yeah, cause it's a lot of them. It's a lot of them, but it's just, it's just me specifically. Like, every all other Philly artists don't like me for some reason, but I wouldn't like me neither if I was rapping since I was in eighth grade and it took me since 2020 to get where you at. I wasn't like me neither, but it's not hard. Everybody else really get the, everybody else really get the uh, easy pass through this shit. They just try to make it hard for me. For real, bro, that's how I be feeling. When you say easy pass, like what you mean? Uh, Everybody be fucking with them and shit like that. Like mm-hmm. me, I don't got no features with no Philly artists like that. Except for niggas I'm cool with, but like Philly artists that might come up when you think of Philly, mm-hmm. we don't got no features. We don't got no songs. We don't be around each other. None of that shit. Wow. So with that being said, like, what does your grind look like? Huh? What does your grind look like? <laughs> see me. See the thing is. Like, I work smarter, not harder. You get what I'm saying? So, like, with this rap shit, I got a secret weapon that none of them don't got. You get what I'm saying? So, all I gotta do is make music, for real, for real. And all I gotta do is make music. My grind look like making music, mm-hmm. staying off Instagram, like, on live and shit like that. And, uh, and uh, staying away, staying out of trouble. For real, for real, that's all I got to do. Anything else to be care of. Right, so I know you no longer live in your city. So just your perspective, how important do you feel it is to leave your environment that you grew up in as you get bigger? Um, yeah, you got, you got, once you get to a certain point, you gotta leave, like, cause you get what I'm saying? That's where you become a target. Mm-hmm. And you don't want, like, of course you're gonna have people trying to do something to you, but most importantly, you be target, you become a target for the police and they will lock you up. I'm gonna keep stressing that to everybody. Cause like it's not a joke right now. You will become a target and they will lock you up. So like it's best to just go ahead, go ahead, get your money, make your little money, take care of your people, and get out the way. Cause when you really got it, that's when they really gonna come for you. Right. What would you say were like some valuable lessons that you learned in the streets? Um, 
<laughs> uh, stay away from females. <laughs> stay away from females. Get you Wait, a girl. Wait, why, why you say that? No, like, like, don't be one of them, yo, it's all such and such from Instagram going to be there. I'm trying to go there. Don't be one of them. Like, stay away from them. Get you a little chick. You feel me? Because that be, that's 90, that's like 90% of the reason why niggas be dying. Because they be, you get what I'm saying? You yeah. mess with When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. The girls and they be moving loose. And a girl, no offense, but a girl, uh, she, uh, she, uh, she could give some information up on a person and it don't be intentional. It just depends on, as a nigga, if you know how to get it out of, you get what I'm saying? Like, I could wear something to you a, a certain way to where you might think none of it, but whole time I'm picking your brain, you get what I'm saying? So it's like, the number one, stay away from these girls. And number one, two, a valuable lesson I learned is don't catch Ubers. Ubers? Yeah, stay away from Ubers. Wait, what ha what's wrong with the Ubers? Huh? What's wrong with the Ubers? <laughs> Just like, if you got a lot going on in the streets, <laughs> if you got a lot of going on in the streets, stay away from <coughs> Ubers. They bad luck. Ubers is bad luck. Well, do you have an Uber experience? <laughs> no, I don't got no Uber experience, but like, it's bad luck. Just trust me. Ubers is bad luck. Okay, so I heard that you be cooking and you low-key like to cook. Yeah, I just was grilling like yesterday and <laughs> the day before yesterday. I just brought them some food. You ain't bring us no food. You fake. I got you. I got you. you I got fake. you. No, I was cooking on the grill. I was cooking on the grill yesterday and the day before yesterday. Okay, I so know I cook you not though. being biased just because you his friend, right? No. <laughs> That's part. Like, like, that's probably why all the, that's probably why all my all my all my little chicks love me and all that. Wait, so what what you too. be cooking? What's your specialty? I got I ain't gonna say I just one specific thing. It's like everything. Anything you could think of, I know how to make. Is cooking like therapeutic for you in a sense? Or you just do on Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now. Driving, at your desk, maybe at the gym, but you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach and see a rocket launch. Or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com. On Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now. Driving, at your desk, maybe at the gym, but you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach 
and see a rocket launch. Or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com. Because you really be I like, just be bored. Yeah. Like, just, just need something to do. Cook. Because I don't play video games or shit like that. I don't, I don't really play games and shit like that, so. Dang, so when did you learn how to cook? Like, at an early age? Yeah, like my mom. Because I used to be in the house a lot mm-hmm. by myself and shit, so. She used to just like had start me off making little shit. Like I used to start off making tacos and fish and shit like that, or fried chicken and shit, little easy shit. And then once you get, once you know how to season, you got it down pat. Please tell these niggas to hop on the grill instead of arguing about BBLs and shit on Twitter. Like tell these niggas to hop on the grill. Yeah, please. hop on the grill, make some lamb chops. I just made some lamb chops, some chicken. Uh, Pasta salad, macaroni salad, all that shit. We don't want to hear what you cook because you ain't bring us nothing. Like, <laughs> you fake, 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 fake. <laughs> <laughs> now, getting into your music career, if I'm not mistaken, um, you really started to take it serious like in 2020. Yeah, that's when I dropped my first song. So that's when, after my first song, it was like, all right, man, I got it. This what I got to do. Like, this this what I got to do. Instead of doing all this other dumb shit, I might as well just do this, because it's going to be, you feel me? Mm-hmm. It's easy. It's easy. It's just me telling my life, you feel me? All the shit I've been through. Now, how long would you say it took for you to actually just be like, you know what, I'm going to just go all in and take it serious? Um, once I start getting... Once I started getting um, paid every month off my music, mm-hmm. I was like, damn. I'm like, shit, this niggas don't even make this much trapping. And they been trapping all month, 30 <laughs> days straight. Don't even make this much. I'm like, man, fuck it. I might as well, you feel me? Yeah, what's the most you made off your streams? Shit, like 50. 50,000? For real? Yeah. Wow. Off my phone. <laughs> so, what you think really made the city wake up, and even outside of the city? Uh, it was instant, but that's that's. I I feel it. I really I could. This all I'm gonna say. It was some street shit. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's what made them wake up. It was some street shit. That's what they knew me from. They knew me from being in the street first. So when I just when I started rapping and giving them videos and shit, it's like just putting the name in. Uh, you feel me? A video to that shit, like how we living and how we coming and shit. Do you ever wish that sometimes like your career wasn't basically, damn, how do I say this? One sec. Okay, do you ever wish that your career didn't stem from you being involved in beef? Um, yeah, because uh, I wish it. I wish it didn't because, like, yeah, I start rapping late, so y'all caught like people caught on the one side of it. So I just want, like, like you might think I'm trying to think of the best way to say it. Or right, if you listening to one side so much just because they rapping, you might think they actually doing something, but mm-hmm. they not doing nothing at all. So it's like. I really be mad that I even got like certain type of niggas as like 
people look at them as my competition because it's like, it's like I knew I knew you in high school. Like you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I knew you growing up. Like that should be like. Um, did some? Would you say that some of your success happened once you left Philly? Uh, yeah. A lot of more shit start happening. Like, I start meeting a lot of people and shit like that once I left. Mm-hmm. A lot of people start fucking with me too once I left. So yeah, cause I got connected with certain people and shit, and I got a solid team around me now. So, and all that came from leaving. So yeah, I would say that was, that that helped a lot. Um, what would you say were like some challenges you had to face in the beginning of you starting out with your music? Um, separating the street shit from the rap shit, like, damn, I have to be a rapper. Like, I gotta be a rapper. So that means like, all right, you could do it. Go ahead. You feel me? You could be a rapper and go ahead do that. Do the little shit you you feel me? But. There's no way you're gonna be a rapper, like a rapper, rapper, and get what get get what you got, what you trying to get, and still be doing street shit. So that's what I really had to realize in the business side of shit too. I would say like on the outside looking in, I know for me, like when I see street rappers who have so much potential, I be getting so mad when mm-hmm. they still involved in the streets or they still getting locked up, and it's just like, you know, on the outside looking in, I feel like it's easy for me to be like you need to focus, like, mm-hmm. why you just won't leave the streets? Like, you know, you about to, you going crazy, you about to sign it, you just, you know, you finna mm-hmm. get it, so why won't you stay out the streets? Mm-hmm. But what, what is it for y'all that keeps y'all in the streets, even though y'all's rap career is taking off? Um, Cause it'd be, it'd probably be like, I know for me, it probably has been like, I just get to do whatever I want, you feel me? You getting a lot of attention, you know, certain females fucking with you, you feel me? When you go outside, people be like, oh, that's, you feel me, such and such and shit like that, you might be getting paid off of it. However, so it'd probably be like, you start feeling untouchable. But, you feel me, that ain't the way to go. Cause it's like, one thing about being a rapper, this shit don't got like, oh, this shit don't got like no job, like, yo, this shit ain't no job to where it's like, it got a retirement plan and shit like that. You could be a rapper today and got all this money and then five years from now, you could not have nothing. You feel me? So it was like, it's like, you got to set your business up right. You can't have no good business if you run around in the street doing street shit and shit. Like if you get a rap deal and then you invest your rap deal in the bricks or some shit like that. Like, what the fuck? Like, you mm-hmm. feel me? So I know, speaking of deals, that Meek Mill um, took interest in you a while back to sign you, why did you- If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. You end up not following through with that. Uh, I ain't gonna say, he never tried to sign me. Mm-hmm. He ain't never tried to sign me. It was just, uh, he just was supporting me. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He just threw my song, threw my music up and shit. That shit actually got me to 10,000. That's when I hit 10,000 on Instagram. And they've been up ever since that. So shout out to Meek for that. Like that's, that's that wasn't really nothing, nothing that deep in the sign of me and nothing okay. like that though. But I fuck with them. I fuck with the whole Dream Chasers. 
So if I'm not mistaken, um, you did tell a story about, I think how your dad like offered you money or something like that mm -hmm. when it came to your rap career. So talk talk about that. Uh, so I probably, I probably, I was like, I was like 19, just like probably like six, eight months, six to eight months after I got shot. I was like 19, whatever. I, uh, I just got back in touch with my dad. Last time I last time I was talking to my dad, I probably was like three or four or some shit. Mm -hmm. So boom, I got back in touch with my dad. But see, my dad used to rap like back in the day and shit. So he used to be on like little freestyle videos and shit in Philly and shit. Oh so, wow! Boom. One day he like he he uh. It was just a way of us uh, hanging out together, but I'm like, I'm 19, so I'm like, it ain't too much we could do. Like, I'm not trying to go to the movies and shit like that, like, you feel me? So he just was on his tip, like, uh, shit, start coming to the studio with me, you feel me? So boom, I'm like, all right, but I'm still on the tip, like, what the fuck am I coming to the studio for? Like, what the fuck is that doing for me? So he, he bribed me in and shit, like, he told me, he told me if I do it, if I every song I do with him, he gonna give me five hundred dollars and shit. So I'm like, all right, but you feel <laughs> me? But that just was him. You feel me? Give me the whole runaround and shit. Uh huh. But then I started liking it though. Like I started like being in the studio. I made a song, but I made like twenty. No, 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 no. I made like thirty-five songs before I dropped my first song. Damn. Cause I, I I wasn't like I was trying like really I didn't want to come out just saying anything, you get what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like I wanted to really perfect it at first. So it took me it took me like thirty songs, thirty-five songs for me to drop my first song. Thirty-five songs and then you finally dropped? Yeah, and then like some of the ones like I just was like picking out which songs I wanna drop from there. Mm hmm And then out of them 35, I forgot how many I put on my on, on like my first little tape I put out in Philly. But it was like, that was like, them 35 songs was like, like my first little wave of music that was coming mm -hmm. out though. Now your single Exotic was like the one that really went crazy. Mm -hmm. So talk about the process with that. And did you even know that it was gonna do what it did? No, I'm trying to think, where the fuck did I make that at? Uh, I made that in somebody's basement and with my dad. I made it, I made it with my dad. I'm trying to think. What the fuck? I just was high one day. We was in the trap and shit. And I just started writing that shit. And then I went to the studio with my dad that was South Philly and shit. Some, we were, but it was in the crib. Boom. I recorded that shit. I was letting people hear it and shit. And they was fucking with it. Mm -hmm. So I probably, I recorded it, I recorded it like at the end, at the end of 2019, but I didn't drop it till like February, 2020. But I had it in the tuck. I just didn't know which video to put out first. So I put that out first. And then we just, we just ganged up, put a bunch of guns in there and shit. And then, that shit started doing crazy. That shit started going crazy. So it was like, I got to drop another video. Right. Um, would you say with that single, uh, what do you feel, what do you feel really attracted an audience when it came to that? Um, 
it was first it was probably two things it was like because when i dropped that i had like 600 followers on instagram i wasn't never mm-hmm. no instagram nigga or nothing like i wouldn't i ain't like being on instagram and shit so fuck i dropped that i dropped that I had like 600 followers it was probably like people probably was like who the fuck is this and they probably was like why the fuck they got all these guns mm-hmm. and that was that probably was the main two and then the word like the lyrics not bad so you get what i'm saying Right, and all of your views, like when I was looking at your visuals, like all of your views are crazy as hell. I know. I'll I'd be, I'd be like, yo, I'll be like, <laughs> i just be putting it, like one thing about me, I don't like, I don't like reposting and reposting, tuning and tuning, like mm-hmm. I hate doing that. <clears throat> so like, I like the, I might post this shit on my page like one time and then let it do what it do. Like that's the type of person I, I like letting this shit do what it's gonna do. So that was fucking my head up too. Like I'd be like, damn, everybody always grabbing my shit. So. Right. And I also wanna ask you, as an emerging artist, do you ever feel like it'll be too early for you to sign a deal? Or do you feel like there's a such thing as it being too early for you to sign a deal? Yeah, it is. But it depends on it depends on what what you looking for you get what i'm saying because mm-hmm. sometimes you might jump too early and you might sell yourself short for what you really worth but mm-hmm. your worth your worth depend on how much leverage you got so like me i don't got no problem we don't, we don't really got it we're not having no money problems so i'm not pressed to just jump into a deal because i'm really i could build my name up more you get what i'm saying to where I really got leverage to this what I want to do or this what I want mm-hmm. instead of me just having I'm just pressed for money so I'm like damn let me just take this and then in the long run I'm in a fucked up situation and I'm you feel me owing somebody money have you been having the labels reach out to you uh yeah it been labels reaching out and shit but nothing too crazy Right. Now, in this moment, what would you say are some goals that you see for yourself as an artist? Um, I got to get 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 some of these features done with the people I want to get them done with. But that ain't going to be hard, like, because I'm already locked in with everybody. So that shit ain't going to be hard. It's just a couple people that I ain't I ain't come across yet. But right. that's really what I want to do. I really want to get I really want to see like. I just want to see how everything going to turn out. Uh, I I got a I got a I got a real strong image of how shit going to turn out for me, mm-hmm. but I just want to see shit play out for what it's going to be. Do you feel any pressure to really put on for Philly right now? Uh, I don't feel I don't feel like it's no pressure because I feel like I'm doing it. Like I don't really feel like it's no pressure to do it though because it's like you feel mm-hmm. me? they know what's up. Philly knows what's up with me. Everybody else knows what's up with me, so. So, going into, like, the future, do you ever feel like Philly's music scene would get better as far as, like, the beefs? Uh, uh, no. Uh, no, because now that's the, but that's the trend everywhere. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's not just Philly, it's the trend everywhere. That's how everybody, that's how... Uh, that's how you get what I'm saying that that beefing might make you rich depending on if you know how to maneuver but then you know it's other sides to that shit too 
So like, if you going if you gonna be beefing and, and rapping and all that, you gotta be able to maneuver. You get what I'm saying? I think that's the thing. Like when you do that, people make themselves too much of a target all the yeah, time. Yeah, it's like you make yourself this big of a target, but you still live with your mom on 18th Street or some shit like that. Like, you feel me? Like, what the fuck? You might be getting 10,000 views on YouTube, but you still live with your mom in the middle of the city that every that you done brought 15 girls to that everybody know how you expect this shit going and you dissing everybody in their mom and shit like that that's what i thought i don't even diss no more really what what really brought you to the moment where you like okay i'm done talking about this shit the cops the cops that is a thing now <laughs> they definitely investigating on them lyrics the cops that's why I'm just a rapper. <laughs> um, now, you just dropped Giving Swag. So talk to us about that visual and just what the song means to you. Um, shit, I, when I made the song, I was I was real fly. So I had like some gallery depth shit on, some YSL shit on, some shit. I was just in the hood. I was in Philly when I made that. I made that in Philly. But no, we were just on some fly shit. So that's how I just started the song. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the vid the video just was just them showing, you get what I'm saying? We black truck, eat, out to eat, just regular, regular everyday shit for us, just showing them. That's all it really was. And you just, you just dropped that shit. <laughs> yeah, like, I was asleep when it came out. For real? Yeah, this shit came out like, what, 12 or something a day? Something like that. Now, you released a body of work this year called Free Smoke. Mm -hmm. So talk to us about that creative process with that. that see, that's, I'm about to drop, I'm about to drop a real actual, like, like, tape called Top Op, probably mm -hmm. before this month out. But Free Smoke, that just was a bunch of, uh, a bunch of songs I had piled up from the last, like, year, year and a half uh that i just put out you know what i'm saying because it was just it was just it was just in my notes so i'm like i might mm -hmm. as well put it out just like a little warm-up Ooh, with this new project you that's coming out you got any features on there um no no it ain't it ain't it ain't no features on there it's gonna be i'm gonna but i'm gonna end i'm gonna end the year with some that's where mm -hmm. all my features gonna be at it's gonna be on that one the one i'm gonna end the year with that's the one i'm looking most forward to but i can't tell nobody the name yet Dang, you can't give us no scoop with that, huh? Yeah, no. It's called MRM, though. <laughs> now, well, I know you can't really go into details, but what can fans expect with this new project? Uh, which one? This the top op one? Top op, yes. Uh, it's a, it's gonna be a different vibe. It ain't just gonna be bang bang, shoot 'em up, kill kill shit, or gang shit and all that beef shit. It's going to be a bunch of different vibes. It's going to be that. You want me to talk crazy, it's going to be that. But we're going to talk about some paper, all type of shit. You going to be talking about love on that, on this one? Uh, I mean, no, <laughs> not really. No, I'm, but I'm going to get, I'm going to I'm going to open that lane up. I'm trying. I'm trying. But for real? Yeah, it's kind of hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, who are some artists that you want to work with in the future? Uh, shit. Uh, Kodak. I can uh, see that. Uh, niggas like Future, Lil Baby, Lil Dirk, shit like that. You know, typical. 
I can definitely see that for sure. We gonna manifest that for you right here while we on the porch. Yeah, I need that <laughs> Now, outside of your new project that you're gonna be dropping, what else can we expect from you this year? Um, just a bunch of videos. I'm in the year out with a bunch of a bunch of videos, and like I said, I'm in the year out with a bomb like that. That tape I'm in the year out with, that's gonna really be one of them. So that's really what I got coming and. My birthday in January, so like it, it's about to be all like you get what I'm saying? Yeah. All turn shit. I know that's right. Now before we wrap up, do you have any last words or shout outs? Uh um I just give a shout out to all the guys, man. Free soldier, free all the guys, free drench man. And I mean, that's all. That's all I wanna do. Free the guys, man, free the guys. Oh, really quick question. What advice would you give to any artists who feel like they cannot make it out of their hood? Um, uh, just keep rapping, stay down, keep, keep. But like, I know, I know rapping costs money. So like, you know what I'm saying? If, if it ain't going for you, bro, it's, it's nothing wrong with you getting a job, bro. You can go get a career job, like, I, I, I graduated high school and was working at the post office, bro. I was making $23 an hour. Like, you could go get a job and still be cool, like, be able to take care of your family and shit like that. So you don't necessarily got to rap to get out the hood. But if, if, like, if it ain't working, don't be like, oh, it's not working. Uh, you get what I'm saying? Like, and that play a part. Like, like, if you got people around you and they know your music's up and they're not telling you, bro, you gotta reevaluate. You gotta find new friends. Like hang around different people that's gonna tell you the truth and shit like that. And you be alright. Damn, that was some that was some solid advice. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and it's a wrap. Bitch, I'm giving swag. See these thousand dollar pants hanging off my ass. Uh, yeah, know these niggas mad. Nigga, I've been sliding. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.